Hello. Hi. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Hi, Andy. How's it going, Sean? Pretty super duper. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty um, good? Yeah. We are the, believe it or not, the first ever couple during the COVID pandemic to start a podcast in their home. Oh my God. Wow. This <laughs> is such such an amazing achievement. Yeah. I didn't think I'd make it this far. Look at us. Yeah. Real pandemic things. Shacked up. Made a podcast. Today's episode, we have uh, quite a lot to talk about. Sure do. Sean and I have been watching uh, Game of Thrones. Me for the first time. I've never seen it before. I managed to completely avoid it my entire film school career. But you meet Andy and you just inevitably start watching Game of Thrones. That's how it is. It took over a year. <laughs> it but... did. You really had to wear me down. Yeah. But I'm grateful because I am enjoying it. Every second we're watching it and I'm smiling, I'm having a miserable time. <laughs> You're just dying on the inside. Literally. And and I, I pray to God that someday you will understand my pain. Okay. Because I know you're having fun and enjoying it. Oh, I'm having so much fun. Every second where I realize how good it is, it just digs a deeper hole in my heart. I mean, okay. Are, are we just getting into it? Because I just want to get um, into it. Yeah, you know what? Let's just get into it. Let's, let's just get into let's, it. Let's start off with our little game we're calling Eating Crow. Eating, um, t- eating Crow. Like I actually really like crows, so I don't want to eat any of them. But it's a, it's a metaphor, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. As I mentioned, it is Sean's first time watching the show, and she seems to be enjoying it, and she seems to have some high expectations. I'm having a blast. Yeah, and I'm not going to have you predict things. I think it's a little unfair, but I do want to hear your your current thoughts so far. I want to see where you are. We are currently at, we just finished season two, episode eight. So up next, we have the Battle of Blackwater. And wait, remind me, it's episode eight or nine in every season that has something absolutely crazy going down? Typically, there's a pattern of... Episode nine is a big event, and episode okay. ten is the the resolution, the resolution, the outcome, the fallout. Of, yeah, the fallout mm-hmm. of such events. No, um, I guess I'm geared up for a pretty crazy episode next. Then, but in terms of my watching experience so far, um, may I just say it's very helpful if you have never watched it before, never read the books, uh, to have Andy with you or another super fan, because. Every time you don't know what the fuck is going on, <laughs> you can turn to your left and be like, hey, what, what, what's his name? Is that the same white guy as, the, as there was in the last scene? I mean, what's going on? For the most part, I, I, I'm remembering things from the books more than I am the show mm-hmm. because I realize how much I actually I actively tried to forget a lot of the show. <laughs> it's traumatic. I really want you to see how <laughs> bad it gets. It's it is a we're only the only reason why we're watching this. I convinced her because I told her we were both writers. I told her it is a genuine fascination mm-hmm. to watch the decline of this show. Everything is great so far. The acting's good, the visuals are good, locations, everything's great, and the writing still holds true. And it gets really, really interesting mm-hmm. when you see bigger budget, better locations, better acting, better clothing, and the writing really is the mold mm-hmm. that held everything together. Just that HBO money gets in there yep. and just screws it up. Oh yeah. Oh my god. The, well the big bucks. I, I, I will be completely honest. Uh, getting through season one was a fucking strug for me just because I had no background knowledge and I didn't know what the hell was going on and I had no idea who any of these people were. I was just like, oh, that's Sophie Turner from being married to Joe Jonas. That's so exciting. Wow, she looks a little. Oh, my God. That's what's your name? Aria Maisie. Maisie, Maisie Williams. Maisie Williams. Yeah. She's so little. Look at her go. This is where she got her money from. It's It's fun in that aspect because all of these actors have turned into well a couple of them have turned into such big stars because of it 
and some of them were already so well established and I just didn't know that this was a part of their career. Apparently, like everybody from Skins is also in Game of Thrones. They repurpose a lot of English <laughs> actors. A lot of I know, faces. but it's like, it's so great to be like, oh, that's what they would look like if they were just covered in piss and shit. All of England's in the movie or in the show, <laughs> except for like, the cast of Harry Potter. Yeah. They got everybody. They got corgis in there, the Queen's corgis. They got everybody up in there. So do you have any advice for somebody who is hesitating to watch it or kind of struggling through season one? Um, Very objectively, uh, season one's tough. Season one, the first half of season one plays like a soap for me. And it's yeah. a soap where I have not been watching it for the past 20 seasons. And the issue is they... they treat exposition as if you should know it mm-hmm. which on one hand i respect it treats, yeah it treats the viewer like they're smart yeah i don't like to be handheld and coddled and be treated like i'm dumb right but mm-hmm. on the other hand people are dumb i'm dumb <laughs> it's it's that people a lot of the time aren't willing if they don't understand mm-hmm. so they kind of stop watching yeah and it was a lot and i was like why the hell am i doing this right. this is so much I, i'm not having fun i feel like i'm just watching two people have the same conversation 40 different times and then another two people have the same conversation and oh my god winter is coming the dragons they're nowhere to be found but like what what am i looking forward to what's the purpose everybody just looks so sad and impoverished and nothing's really happening and then like at the end of season one after spoiler alert (laughs) i mean like do we still have to do spoilers it's like i mean for people who are like me who are 10 years late to the damn show but also like people like me don't give a fuck about spoilers anymore but it I, is I, I will say one time. thing what? there's a lot of things that you were unaware of oh tons that came as a surprise mm-hmm. i'd rather not spoil it for people that are on the fence about it okay you know well I, mean? I will i will try to word this delicately then when the major event of season one happens the big public event it, it is we'll put it this way mm-hmm. it's the death of who you assume is a lead character mm-hmm. and it kind of establishes in this world even your leads aren't safe no, no one is safe. safe yeah so scary welcome um, to the fucking show <laughs> no i i up until that point i was on the struggle bus i was driving the struggle bus i was not having fun but then some stuff started going down and i was like okay i actually do i want to pay attention because there's payoff for me knowing who these people are right. and knowing this world, I get exciting stuff that's even more exciting because I know what the hell's going on. And then after that, I was just like, I'm in it. Yeah. I'm in it. Yeah. It's too late. I don't care. I'm having fun. Right. I'm so late to the show, though. I feel like an absolute ancient person who's been living under a rock in a bunker for the past 10 years because I have not watched HBO. Just HBO's Game of Thrones, not just HBO. So I got some questions for you. Yes. Um, number one, do you get the hype at the time? Do you understand why every Sunday was a big event for fans? Oh, totally. Like it's being on the outside of that at the time was incredibly annoying because it was all this locker room talk that I simply could not participate in. But now I get like, Oh, get the boys together, bro. It's, it's game of Thrones Sunday. It's game of Thrones Sunday. And I, yeah, I, I did see some of like the episodes in the last season just with my roommates in college because they were big fans and they would put it on and being in that like we're all watching hbo's game of thrones together on the couch but it was like later season so i got to just watch everybody be in pain about the tv show i thought it was really cool but yeah i i like that it was one of those like it's on now it's a group experience 
I mean, if you record it on your DVR and watch it the day later, you're gonna get spoilers. You're not gonna you're you're not gonna get to watch it and have the same feelings with everybody. But it's 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 the mark of a good network television show. I want to go through a couple characters, see where ooh, your head's at with ooh, them. Ooh. Um, first off, I start with the obvious one, Jon Snow. Mm-hmm. What what are your thoughts on Jon Snow as a character and where he's going so far, mm-hmm. where he's been? Um, Kit Harrington is just adorable. Um, but yeah, his character, Jon Snow, I thought he would have like a much bigger part. Not to say that he doesn't have a big part, but I thought he would have like a plot every single episode. But we're getting to the end of season two and he's just fucking ambling around in the snow. Get it? Because his name's Snow. Um, I, I'm surprised that he is really like kind of far removed from all the, the main drama of the show. He's literally in the middle of nowhere, which is cool. Like that's fun for him. It's going to be a shock when he gets back into town and sees what the hell happened. But you get the feeling that there's something going on up North. A lot of the drama is going on around who wants Mm -hmm. the throne, but there's so there's something going on up there that is holding him from, you know, Mm-hmm. Helping his brothers in the war and I guess fighting for the throne. Yeah, and that's where the the like zombie things come into play later, they right? Call them white walkers. So right now we've only encountered, I believe they're called whites. W i g h t. Not the whites. They're just what they call the reanimated. Oh. You will you'll eventually see a white walker and you'll know the difference between them. So there's zombies and white walkers there's whites and white walkers oh my god (laughs) sounds like breaking bad white walters white walters get it but um so aside from Jon snow we Mm -hmm. have many other characters Mm, many a little down south we have a bit of a war going on Mm -hmm. between various people who believe they have the right to the throne is there anyone that you're kind of leaning toward who you who you personally believe not that they'd be a good leader but who do you think actually deserves a throne at this point um currently i am kind of like in the mindset that i had reading twilight in like middle school is that everybody's a mess nobody deserves the throne bella is not a good character nobody should be vying for her attention nobody wants that smoke it definitely shouldn't be joffrey's bitch ass though because he sucks and his haircut is whack and he keeps bonking people on the head when he doesn't need to do it so let's get joffrey the fuck out but in terms of who would replace him like part of me's like okay why not Daenerys like she seems but also she has absolutely zero leverage on any of this uh has been so far removed from all of the drama that she will have absolutely no idea what's going on when she gets there but I like her chutzpah I really like her energy and her kill them all let God sort them out kind of vibe but also I don't think she would be the best I do think Oh, maybe, maybe. I feel like Rob has like a legitimate go at it. Rob Stark. Yeah, like, and he seems to be stepping up to the plate and getting things done and making smart moves and being a real responsible, respectable, big, big, cool guy. Like, his people love him. Right. But he wants, he doesn't want any of that smoke in the South, right? He wants to stay up in the North. Yeah, his whole thing is just revenge. Okay. He really is just there because he said, how dare you guys? Okay. You know, he's, he's fighting for what he believes is honor. Yeah. Which, as we know from Ned, honor is bullshit in this world. Mm-hmm. You can be the most honorable person and it still gets you nowhere. That's true. I mean, uh, 
the guy the guy who i was like oh perfect was the one who was murdered by a demon spirit and by a shadow it was so sad the only canonically gay character just got absolutely fucking murked in that halfway through season two right after he'd been introduced and everything it was so sad well he had a, a slight introdu- introduction in uh season one mm-hmm. but as we've seen you know, no one's safe. People are threatened by the perfect king that everyone likes. Yeah. So I, I was rooting for him, but he is sadly no longer with us. I can't remember who else is going for it. You have Stannis Baratheon. Oh, no. He he's whack. A, he's, he's whack. Right? He's so whack. But my only issue is that Stannis Baratheon has, in my opinion, the only actual claim to the throne. <sighs> but nobody fucking likes him. Exactly. Yeah. So kind of makes you wonder how much... Of how much that actually matters in this world. I don't know. I feel like we're going towards like a democratic monarchy type situation. Like you can be the the king or the queen as long as we still fuck with you a little bit. You so, think you think democracy can exist in this awful world? I mean, I'm I'm thinking a lot of things can exist if we've got fucking zombies and white walkers and dragons and political unrest. Right. And Stannis Baratheon. And oh god, what is his name? And I cannot describe it to you without sounding like an idiot. Oh, the ugly one, Tyrion. No. <laughs> what were you going to say? It is Tyrion, right? So he's one a, of the Lannisters. The ugly one. He's not ugly. What were you going to say then? The short one. The short one. Peter, Peter and his Peter Dinklage. Dinklage. Okay, Peter Dinklage. Who does Peter Dinklage play? He plays Tyrion Lannister. Tyrion. Okay, not the ugly one. Not what I was saying. I just so he's attractive then. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You you go for it, right? You think Peter's Dinklage is attractive? I think Peter's Dinklage is very attractive. Fascinating. Fascinating. <laughs> so, with speaking of him, with his character, we currently have mm. um, they're preparing for a battle mm. against Stannis, and he's got all those like dudes that he picked up along the way working with him, right? Uh, he has a couple mercenaries. The like homies who were like, "I'm gonna kill you," and then he was like, "Oh, come fight for my dad," and yeah. then his dad was like, "Ha ha ha ha." Right. Right. <laughs> So we do have that other battle coming up within the city. Mm. Any predictions, any thoughts on what's going to happen? Um, all I know to look out for is the Red Wedding episode because that was a big moment in media television history. I'm like very excited for that episode because I like vividly remembering my dad flipping the fuck out when that aired and he was like, you have no idea. And what do you know about the Red Wedding? Everybody dies. It's like the Alamo. Everybody dies. And it's real sad. It's, it's not sad. Mm-hmm. It's very justifiable. Interesting. Is that like coming up though? It's another season away. Oh. I'll tell you that. Okay. So this big war is happening before that. Um, I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm manifesting that Joffrey just gets obliterated in the most beautiful, beautiful, beautiful way. And you know what? I was going to say Bran, but I remembered that Bran's funky ass is dead. It's tragic. No, he's, he's still alive. Oh, my God. Yeah, and he snuck out with the whore. Yeah. Oh, no. No, oh, I can't say whore. whore. I can't say whore. No, she's not a whore. <gasps> she's a wildling. She whored to get them out, though. She whored for justice, and that's something I can deeply respect. Feminism. You got to do Feminism, girl. Feminism. You got to pop your pussy for, for the Democratic Republic. You got to do it. Hell yeah. Go ahead. Do what you got to do. You do what you can. Do what you can. Um, Yeah, I, I really... I try not to make too many predictions about the show because I think it's going one way and then it goes a completely different way. So I I usually like to just float and see what happens. But 
I would definitely love Daenerys to like actually have some sort of effect on anything outside of Daenerys. So I'll tell you this about Daenerys. Mm-hmm. She is in a whole other continent. She's fucking eons away, dude. What she's experiencing is a very different part of the story. Mm-hmm. But it is a part of the story overall. And you'll see how, you know, she claims that she's a conqueror, a noble one. But her family are known for being, you know, treacherous conquerors. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're tyrannical. Her father's known as the Mad King because he went crazy. It makes you wonder, is she like them? How much of it is real? How much of it is fake? We do know she does care for the people. But does she care about her dragons more? Mm, I mean, from the couple episodes that I remember seeing, like, in my shitty college apartment with my not shitty college roommates it does kind of go down like that for her you know it does kind of get a little messy so i'm enjoying her while she's not just like the bad guy for no reason i know it's inevitable but i mean well like her like oh i'm gonna turn on everybody and start attacking them with my dragons so how much of the finale are you aware of i've seen a couple episodes of the finale not the finale but like the last season interesting and it was very passively just like homies had it on i was there with the homies that's what happened yeah eventually yeah so i know that's gonna happen but i'm interested to see how she gets there because I know I remember people complaining that her big old flip in the last season didn't make a lot of sense. Literally no sense at all. Literally no, no sense. No, no. Like, like, again, that's one of those fascinating points where mm-hmm. you think, you look back at pages and episodes and you think, maybe they, they foreshadowed this. They're smarter than this. They would, they would do better. Nah, bitch. <laughs> they really just She just stopped taking her meds or something. Literally. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I just want these dragons to, like, grow the fuck up already. And I mean that in the most like patient, patient way possible. Understandable. I I need I just, God give her any leverage, any sort of leverage at all, because she's just she's had the same beat like three or four times where she's like, yeah, I'm irrelevant and I have no money or power, but you, but I'm the mother of dragons. Right. Give me right. all your shit. Like she's had that conversation like three or four times already, and I'm tired, and I want her to actually just start doing some ass kicking stuff. Okay. It's well overdue. Okay. Uh, closing thoughts on Game of Thrones. Um, is there any particular family or group or person you are kind of rooting for? Ooh, I mean, this is probably very basic of me, but very much rooting for the Starks mm-hmm. because they seem the most level-headed and also they get shit done, which I appreciate. But also they don't want to mess with nobody. They just want to get their shit and get out and they have... Go back to Winterfell. I, I respect that. Get your business done and leave. Right. Um, public enemy number one, Joffrey, obviously. Uh, but yeah, in terms of other people I'm rooting for, not Rob's brother, but like his like the, the little gingery dude. The little gingery dude. Little Theon. Gi- yeah, Theon sucks. Theon is yeah. ass. We are not rooting for him. Who else is there? Tell me more about Theon. What do you not like about him? Uh, his haircut is goofy. His fashion a simpler time. is goofy. Goofy looking. He is not, not, he just doesn't, he looks weaselly and now he's acting weaselly. Yeah. And it's just pissing me off. I had higher hopes for him. And also, he flipped so quick just because of a conversation he had with his dad. I mean, to be fair, it's a tough conversation. His dad is Stannis, right? His dad is Balon Greyjoy. Oh my gosh, oh no. He's dude with the long hair. That was kind of giving That's the shit. two white guys that I keep mixing up. I believe so, it's yeah. Tough. <laughs> yeah. It's tough. It's I'm trying uh, that's something that I'm hoping comes with like more episodes and more time in this show because yeah. 
I do be mixing people up. I do be forgetting people's names. It is very hard to keep track. Right. But yeah, um, Theon, uh, bad vibes. Lighting kids on fire, not exactly the best vibes. Uh, betrayal of the people who raised you, not exactly something I would look up to. Um, and also he looks goofy as fuck. And I hope he goes nowhere. And then we like <sighs> Peter Dinklage's character. But he's a Lannister. But he's funny. He's funny and he's trying to keep a lid on things. Right. He actually cares about yeah. the realm, the people. He's yeah. not down for uber destruction, which I could admire in <laughs> a Lannister, I guess. Right. Daenerys, uh, not really rooting for her at the moment because she has no anything. But she's cool. She's got... She's taking her her arc has taken its sweet sweet time, but <laughs> you're gonna be eating those words. She's taking her sweet time on on the whole on the whole development. Bless her though, get a girl, gaslight, gatekeep, girl boss, do whatever you gotta do. Um, are those the uh, her house words. <laughs> gaslight, gatekeep, girl boss, yeah. triple G. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to House Targaryen. Gaslight, I would gatekeep, do it. Girl boss. We sell Mary Kay on the side. <laughs> one house is just a multi-level marketing scheme right it's like all shampoo we can do that it's dragon shampoo it's dragon. It's dragon. Great. gets those scaly little ends out of there oh you know? gives you scales gives you scales okay mm-hmm. um so final thoughts on game of thrones what do you expect for the next episode and you know the end of this season okay yeah next episode's supposed to be like very spicy right big battle coming up big spicy battle um so i'm expecting to have a hell of a time uh, I'm expecting maybe two dramatic gasps mm-hmm. throughout the runtime of the episode. Um, and then I'm expecting a major death. Not sure from who. Can't decide who yet. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, so far, I'm having fun. I am I am appreciative that I got over the season one slump that I was in that I just couldn't push past. But it was a long slump. I could not get through it for the life of me. So I'm, I'm very pleased that I'm having fun and I'm like getting why people are into the show now. Right. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, moving on. Moving on to our personal lives. <laughs> so everybody can learn more about us. Um, we had, I'd say, an eventful week. We 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 got major things in. We were busy. Um, my, my entire family came into town, which was fun. Always fun. And Andy uh, was a great sport and a wonderful host and made so many cups of tea that it's insane. Our dishwasher is like piled full of dirty ass mugs because the Thompsons were in town. No, don't even laugh. It's not even funny. There's a lot of cups. It's so much. And it's, oh God, it's all tea all the time. Um, Andy had a super cool night that I am a little bit jealous that I couldn't make it, but it sounded fabulous and I cannot wait to go next time. Uh, it was not very cool, actually. It so, sounded fabulous. So let me tell you the expectation versus reality. Oh, gosh. I have a friend at work who, uh, he's a great DJ, great producer, and he knows that I collect records. I know he collects them. So he recommended me to this little little hip-hop shop. In hip-hop shop. Over here in LA. It's a little spot. And it's pretty exclusive, from what I understand. You need an invite to get in you need an appointment to shop there and on friday nights they have rooftop parties so we thought fuck it, it'd be great we didn't know any of this going there so we decided to meet up me and some homies we go to the shop knock on the door and the man looks at us horrified he has no <laughs> idea who we are he was not expecting any clients that day we've been trying to reach you about your car's extended warranty <laughs> <laughs> um so so we asked him like is this the place he goes yeah do you have an appointment he told him no 
I told him I'd message him on Instagram in the past, mm-hmm. you know, just information about the place. And he rec- he remembered me. So he tells us to come on in. We go shopping. And we asked him if there's a rooftop event. He says, no, it's on Fridays only. Woof. Uh, and I text my other friend. Hey, my friend from work. I text him. Hey, we're here. And he says, oh, I got to stay at work an extra two hours. Can't make it. Better. So already, like, everything that was planned is not, you know, going as planned. But those are the best nights. So uh, when I left, things did not go as planned once again because I got pulled over by a cop who checked me out, told me uh, my registration was due, and let me go on my way. Well, that's good. Were they like sexy at least? Did you show a little cleave? Did I show cleave or did she show cleave? They? I'm not assuming gender at all. They were both women. Two women cops. I love being a modern woman. And let me tell you the best thing about cops the the best kind of cops are the ones that don't do their jobs mm. she did not give me a ticket iconic barely pulled over kind of mm-hmm. just told me like yeah okay your registration done i was like thanks man mm-hmm. which pisses me off on a certain level not that i'm wishing you got a ticket because i'm not a crazy person but i never i've never really caught a break with a cop like that when i get pulled over and i'm just i don't know how people do it because i think i have some sort of face that says give me a ticket i'm i'm a major criminal right um, I've only had great experiences with the cops. I'm not saying cops are good. I hate cops, but <laughs> I've only had great experiences with them. Hey, count yourself lucky. Don't go trying to change that. Right. I, I, I think I might as well. Just, yeah. you know, I'm a lucky person. But Andy's Instagram is deeply and truly blessed at the moment. So Why? if anybody, I, you, you got people sliding in your DMs. You got invites to this cool record shop. Get well, recognized. Get invited through Instagram. Well, you got in through Instagram. They remembered you. I got in through a door. A door. <laughs> to put it in the literal sense. But no, that was pretty freaking cool. And I helped my sister move into college in the meantime. Right. I didn't do shit. It was all my parents. But I showed up and I like ate food. And you, you ate food and drove a bit. <laughs> I ate food and drove a little bit. And you know what? I'm going to pat myself on the back for it. So this is a special shout out to Charlotte. Go get him, kid. You're going to do great. You got an awesome house. I'm real proud of you. That's the end of my shout out. That's a gorgeous house. It's Her so, house oh my God. It's humbling. It's humbling to, to go to like a nice ass house that your younger sibling is staying in. And it's just like, oh my God, how did you, how have you made it so far? Look at you. I don't know. I, I am so happy for her. I'm so happy for her. But like thinking back, me and my parents were all like all thinking back on the piece of shit places that we've stayed like growing up and just looking at this beautiful house that she's in. I just. It's reassuring. It is. It's very reassuring that she's going to be safe and happy. Oh my God. Of course. I don't want to, I don't want her to be in like a gross scary situation but it's just like oh my god (laughs) you're probably never gonna have bed bugs and your identity stolen and all the fun things she's still young no no she would never bad things would never happen to her Mm? life happens and if shit if shit goes down we got a whole ass bed that's right off screen that she can stay right, in. Right, because we are taping this in our guest room. We are taping this in our guest room. So if anybody needs a place to crash, um, hit up, hit Andy up on Instagram. <laughs> he will let you stay do here. Not, do not hit me up on Instagram. <laughs> I've only had one person hit me up that I've offered to crash here. Mm-hmm. And that is it. Mm-hmm. No one else. We can make it two. We can make it two. We can make it three. Don't add me on Instagram. Add him on Instagram. Do not. Add him because I don't have an Instagram. So he's the only he's the only social media. Her Instagram is.
my, and it's defunct. And you don't know mine, so this is perfect. I, you showed me a couple posts, though, right? Well, you don't know the name of it, so you can't, like, shout <laughs> out. So shout out um, Instagram <laughs> at... <laughs> a defunct page that I have archived because I don't want people looking at it. I still tag her in pictures under that name. So. Bless. Thanks, babe. No problem. I, I, I did. No, I DM'd you on Instagram once. You did. You, like, forgot your keys or something. I was blackout drunk. And I lost the keys to get into my last apartment after you dropped me off. I walked all the way up the stairs and I was like, oh my God, I don't have my front door keys. I have to get in touch with Andy in any way, shape, or form. And your like cell data was being weird. So I tried texting you and calling you and it just wouldn't work. So I was like DMing your ass <laughs> saying, turn around, bitch. Yeah, and I, I, didn't get me. The, I didn't receive it till I got home. No, I'm actually so grateful because after I called a locksmithing company or whatever they're called, blackout drunk and say hey you can get into my apartment um can you kind of let me in they said oh my god uh we'll be there as soon as we can i found the key that i had taken off my key ring and slipped into my left boob so i wouldn't lose my keys but in turn i forgot it was there and then had a major meltdown so thank you for not answering that dm i worked it out that's my girl yeah <laughs> it was a fun night though that was uh what saddle ranch i've never been to saddle ranch no, not Saddle Ranch. What's the one in Calabasas? Oh, oh. Sagebrush. You mean Sagebrush. <laughs> Which is popping if anybody wants to go. If anybody wants to see some live music and go out dancing and partying, for some reason, the Sagebrush Cantina it's in Calabasas. Lit. Yeah, it's open. It's lit. They're not carting people. So mm-hmm. just have fun. If you want old, rich, white women, girl, do I have the place for you? It's a bit of a drive for us, but it's worth it. It's so worth it. And honestly, like, it was nice to go to a place where I was like, it's definitely open. Uh, we get to have drinks. We get to like dance. We get to be outside. There's bar fights. That was, <laughs> bar fights, one that I missed. Really fucking sad about that. Don't don't be sad. I saw a, a grown man slap a woman, then shove her. Mm. Not pleasant. What was pleasant was watching security slap the shit out of this kid. As they should. He was shoving him and the kid kept putting up a fight and the guy was just slapping him telling him, go away. Slap, mm-hmm. go away. The we don't want like, these no. bad vibes in Calabasas. Right. What if Kim Kardashian rolls up? We can't have that mess outside. Kim is not going to roll up. Kim is never going to roll up. Whenever she's in Calabasas, she's in hiding. Well, uh, that's such a shame, though. Why doesn't she go out and, like, mingle? It's, like, her home I saw city, her right? I saw her out, like, in Calabasas. I was at the movie theater, like, walking to my car. Doing what? I literally see a pile, of, like, a group of people in the distance i'm wondering what the hell's going on there it looks like it looks like a fire like an emergency or something mm-hmm. it's just kim and kanye going out to get a fucking sandwich oh from where though somewhere in calabasas somewhere in i don't know but it was a. Uh, I don't know i don't like her <laughs> so i mean i also am not necessarily her biggest fan but i don't know i figure she has like grown up in calabasas like that's that's the old stomping grounds. It's so weird that she's like locked up inside all the time. I mean, she's not locked up, poor Kim Kardashian. Uh, she's probably traveling the world or she's busy. It's so tough. The only thing I respect, she has a good work ethic. Oh, she's a businesswoman. She has yeah. turned herself into money, 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 money. But other than that, is there anything likable about Kim Kardashian? What do you like about her? Give me some pros about Kim Kardashian. Oh, God. I mean, I know far much more than I ever wanted to about Kim Kardashian due to the nature of our work. Um, but I think I can't necessarily, I'm not here to make mom judgments. I, I'm not a mother. I have a mother, but I'm not a mom. I don't know shit about being a parent, but I think to like, to the degree of celebrity that she is, I think she's a half decent parent. 
Like her kids are probably going to need mad therapy, but they were probably going to need mad therapy regardless. Right. And they seem kind of happy. They seem to have things going on. They seem to be doing interesting events and are involved in all sorts of projects and have a really enriching life and blah, blah, blah. But girl, get them kids off Instagram. <laughs> they gonna resent you forever for doing that. Yeah. She's, uh, I, I think a little less of her than you do. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, it, it's not that hard to be a celebrity and keep your kids out of the spotlight. Mm-hmm. I understand that she wants to get them famous and get them money. Oh, totally. Like their entire family's a brand. Yeah. But at the same time, she has enough money. Mm-hmm. They're going to be fine. She could, if she really wanted to, give them normal lives. Totally. She could raise them properly. They can be happy, healthy people. And honestly, like in hindsight, if Instagram had been around and like, all the social media that's around nowadays had been around when I was like growing up, I would be mortified. (laughs) I would be so mortified because my entire childhood and every cringy thing I had ever done would be well documented on the internet. Do you think your parents would have posted you a bunch? Um, Your dad's a little smarter about it. I don't think he would have. My dad just is not into it Mm -hmm. at all. My mom, she'll do like the old, uh, the odd Facebook post every once in a while. But she's really good usually about asking me, saying like, hey, I want to put these photos up on Facebook. Is that cool? Or like, hey, I'm going to post this. Is that cool? And it's obviously like, of course, of course, of course, of course. But yeah, I don't know. It's it's a dangerous thing because once you're in it, you're just like, well, I need to keep uploading stuff. Mm -hmm. Here's my kid doing something funny. Everybody's going to love that. And in 10 years time, the kid is like, oh, my God. It went viral. Does your mom have any embarrassing videos of you that you undoubtedly wouldn't want posted? There, <laughs> I was uh, one of the leads in my fifth grade musical, and that entire show is on a DVD in my parents' house, which God help me will never see the light of day, because I am just singing my little heart out in like these khaki Dickies pants that have polka dots sewn on them. Oh, love it. I mean, it is fashion. Um, And like a little propeller hat, a little rainbow propeller hat. Um, And while that was a crowning achievement of my my fifth grade career, it was humbling because I, I had people coming up to me after each show saying, oh my God, you did so good. I was convinced you were actually a boy. (laughs) What did you perform? I was Jojo in Seussical the Musical. Okay. You know? No. Okay. Well, we we definitely should watch an actual musical, the musical, at some point because it's adorable, heartwarming. I just I'm more into historical accuracy. I know it's actually pronounced mm. soys. Soys. So soysical, the moistical. <laughs> watch that if you'd like. I'd be down. So it sounds like who who? <laughs> fuck, I'm trying to remember his name. Moises Arias. Soysical, <laughs> the Moisical, starring Moises Arias. I would fucking watch that. I met Moy. Moy's an interesting guy. You, yeah. He's like one of those valley children that you're just like, yeah, I ran into him all the time growing up. Well, I didn't run into him multiple times. Mm-hmm. I uh, I worked on a short film, and oddly enough, Moy is what he asked us to call him by. Mm-hmm. Um, he was the on-set photographer. Pretty good one. I'll give him that. Wait, where? how old were you? 18. How old was he? He mid twenties. Okay. Say. I know he's a couple years older than us. Okay. Um, this is right after I had seen what I think is a lovely film, Kings of a Summer, that he's uh, one of the stars of. Don't know that one. It's it's one of the movies he did later in his career. Genuinely a great film, mm-hmm. and he did a great job in it. It's not like a masterpiece, but he was very entertaining. And I had just seen it, riding the wave of how much I enjoyed it. There he was in front of me, 
And boy, oh boy, does he not look like what you'd expect. <laughs> How so? He had, first of all, he had dreads. I can only see him in Hannah Montana. Right. That is it. That's that's why I didn't recognize him until, you know, I'm shaking his hand, mm-hmm. meeting him, talking about what we're doing on set. And then he says his name and I was like, holy oh, fuck. shit. Yeah, it clicked. <laughs> um, because beforehand, he just looked like... Uh, a very dingy man, I'll put it that way. Mm, he, little stank on him. Yeah, he stinky is probably the right word. Stinky. I feel like I can smell it. He, uh, <laughs> he had dreads at the time, first Aww, of all. Oh man. He kept wearing a referee shirt, like on purpose. Like every day, like his whole thing was black and white striped, like like a jersey, like a referee. Uh-huh. I don't know who the fuck it was. <laughs> um, okay. But yeah, he he keeps to himself a lot. But if you talk to him, he's very open. Mm-hmm. Lovely guy. He's a lovely fucking guy. Mm-hmm. But a little weird. I aren't we all in different ways? Aren't but how was he weird? Not what I was expecting out of him. Mm-hmm. He just appearance-wise, I think that's the only thing that that was striking to me. He really does not look like how you'd expect Rico from Hannah Montana to uh, look. You know, that's so. I mean, I fuck it. I'm gonna look up like a 2021 picture of him because I am so curious. My phone is charging, so I can't show you. But I did get oh, some pictures worry. with him uh, from the shoot. Oh, insert those in here if we have them. Uh, oh, wow. Look look at that picture. <laughs> look at those graphics. Look at the size of that JPEG. <laughs> the the resolution is incredible. There we go. Moises Irius. Oh, help me, help me, help me. Here he Oh. <laughs> His Instagram name is 490TX now. Oh, God. Oh, no. I think he's still got the dreads. <laughs> okay yeah he definitely look he looks like some of the more questionable characters i went to high school with he hasn't changed at all bless i mean consistency is key he's got like a killer instagram feed it's all in black and white so he looks a little different is he a short king in real life king no oh short yes yes (laughs) tinier than i thought turns out I'm, i'm pretty sure everyone on hannah montana is under 510 because he's much shorter really? than I thought. Yes. I mean... Not that he's like a tiny man, but he's he's a very, very short person. What about Billy Ray? Billy Ray, believe it or not, was the shortest one out of everybody on the show. He's actually only two feet tall. <laughs> and they, don't laugh. This is true. Uh-huh. They used a technique called forced perspective uh-huh. in order to make him look bigger. Mm-hmm. So he's just this little manlet in the front of the frame. Right. And um, much like the the Lord of the Rings films, you know, just force perspective and, you know, camera trickery. That's mm-hmm. the real magic. You can't see below his shins. His cowboy boots are like six inches off the ground. They are stilettos, biatch. Oh, yeah. He's wearing these big old clickety clackety stripper heels. Just ready to shoot. His 10 uh, gallon hat was actually on top of a cupcake. Like, <laughs> you know, a little, little cupcake topper, a little, oh. it's a little, it's actually a ring. But he broke out the parts and the squares on his head. He's a very short man. That makes Lil Nas X like really fucking short too. Because they did a music video together and they were both kind of like the same height, right? Lil Nas X is a very tall man. Once again, that's the forced perspective (laughs) coming into play. Okay. But you'd think otherwise because he's got Lil in his name. I guess so. (laughs) I'm just reading between the lines. As many lines as I can possibly read between. But circling back to young homie Moises. Moy. 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 <laughs> what do you do when you're in France and you're trying to refer to yourself? Moy. <laughs> Moy. Mi hoy, mi noy. So. Well, Sean, it's that time again. 
it is not that time again. This is our very first time doing this. But it's always sad saying goodbye. Yes. We want to thank you guys if you made it this far in the episode. Thank you. Thank you so much for sticking around. Thank you so much for bearing witness to our very first podcast. This is a momentous moment for everybody. Episode one. Woo! In the can. Let's go. We Moving on it. to episode two. Hopefully very, very soon we'll be talking to you guys again. We don't know where we'll be uploading this, but you no can clue. probably find it somewhere. Yeah, we'll put it on the internet. And the if internet. you're on this part of the internet, whoa, thank you so much for being here. <laughs> if you're on this part of the internet, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. I don't know how you got if here, but you got to turn around. If you're on this part of the internet, you probably need to go to bed. But thank you so much for staying up with us anyways. Bye. Bye. Wonky slush. Wonky slush. Piss in my ass. Piss in my ass. Houston. Boots down. I'm deceased. By the time the next episode airs, I will have learned how to do a death drop. By the time you hear the next pop, <laughs> the funk the shall, funk be, shall within. be within you. <laughs>